Hello everyone, Karen Glasser here and welcome to Minding Your Mental Health. I'm here with my co-host Rob Glasser and our very special guest, Matthew Glasser. We talk about the topics that shape mental health today, teach the importance of inclusion and share why we should be kind. So whether you're here live or on replay, let us know where you are tuning in from. Today's topic is a lot of fun. We're talking about capturing memories and we have a special guest Matthew Glasser so for those of you who are trying to figure out gee you guys all have the last same name you know geez that's because we're family so Matthew welcome to the show Rob always a pleasure let's talk about photography let's talk about capturing moments why do we love taking photos Rob all right well that is me so uh, from a really awesome website, the Florida Museum of Photographic Arts. Um, I don't know if we have the link, we'll put it up. Uh, but not only is the article great, but they have a lot of their photos on display. Um, one of them, one of their people wrote a very short read. So it's a very quick one. Why do we take pictures? Um, is it for the benefit of others? Do we shape perceptions of stories for ourselves? Or are we purposely showing others something about our lives? That's how they began. And pictures have a way of solidifying our personal experiences and stories from our point of view. They give us a platform for individual or unique perception. Um, and no single story is the same. You can take the same exact photo and have a completely different um, story behind it, right? So there, one of the things that they highlighted was there are multiple reasons why we share, um, <clears throat> ranging from staying connected to uh, a large global world and to covering up uncertainty about a life event, a major shift, or just someone of influence. Um, doesn't really give you an exact reason why, but it seems to be that they're saying that the fun behind doing this is to really give yourself an outlet, and it's yourself, doesn't have to be for anybody else, right. uh, to share a fun moment in, in time. So that kind of begs the question, Matthew, you know, you, first of all, you're an amazing photographer. Why do you take pictures? Why do you do photographs? What, what is it with that? Yeah, I, I think for me, it's, it's two things. I think the, the act of photography allows me to get outside myself and focus on the object that I'm photographing. Um, like many people, I always are filling my head with thoughts of all, at all times. When I have that camera and I'm focusing on a subject, it really forces me to be in the moment, be present with that subject. Um, and so I like that. I like the ability to, to use that as a way to get outside myself and really uh, recognize the, the world around me. I do a lot of nature, animals, landscapes. And so to really be able to get into the natural world, and see it in a way that you often miss when you're just taking a hike or a walk. Um, you know, photography really allows you to to look at the world a little differently uh, because mm -hmm. if you're doing it right, you're always sort of looking for that shot uh, that tells a story. Um, and it makes you stop and it makes you think about um, whether or not this is something worthy of a photo uh, and what you can take away from that. Um, so I think for me, it's the, you know, the act of photography is, is very therapeutic. It's a, it's a way to a, a mental escape for me. Um, and then the photos themselves, uh, as, as Rob said, you know, serve as, as a form of, of nostalgia um, and memory. Um, you know, I, I've thought about when you, when you have a, a, a wonderful event or a wonderful incident in your life, what's more consequential in the long run, that, that actual event or the nostalgia and the memories around mm -hmm. it? You know, right. I could have a great day at a theme park. It's a great day. 
but the memory of that great day will stay with me far longer than the day itself. And so I think photography is a way to extend that nostalgia uh, and keep a reminder of those moments. I like that. Extend the nostalgia. I really like that. Now, for those of you who are wondering, Matthew is the managing editor of NBC's LX News. And I'm wondering, you know, the fact that you do that and you've been in the news industry for a very long time, does that color how you decide what you're going to do and what pictures you're going to take? Or do you do the complete opposite to get yourself away from the news? Yeah, I, th I think some of both. I think you know, good storytelling is good storytelling, whether it's a single photo, whether it's a video, whether it's an article. Uh, you're all about telling a story through images. Um, photography is a visual medium. Uh, other people have other forms of other mm -hmm. outlets. Um, but at the end of the day, I sort of use that as my guide. Um, in terms of my subject matter, though, I do try to avoid anything tied directly to the news. Um, I get plenty of that on a day-to-day -day basis. I certainly right. don't need that uh, in the rare times I'm off. That's why I think nature and, and animals and landscape tend to be a great because it's, it's, a, it's something so different than from what I normally do. Uh, I find it uh, pretty therapeutic uh, to be out there. And, and so I know, Rob, you, you take pictures, I think, sometimes on your iPhone, right? I think a lot of us use our phones these days to take pictures. Um, and then I think old school, and maybe it's not just old school. I think there may be a return back to using your your regular, your real cameras, right? Um, do you think that there is an, uh, and this is to both of you guys, do you think that um, there is a... Um, a desire to have people not use their cameras and to just use their phones to be in the moment because we live in that reality world. Um, what do you think? I mean, Rob, what do you think? Do you have your phone with you all the time? Do you just take pictures or that's not your thing? <laughs> um, it's definitely easier to have it on your phone because it's a one click and you're done. Um, I don't necessarily go for any specific looks, so I just take the picture but I would say probably ease of use, uh, which is what most of us want. You want it quick and easy, done, move on to your next, um, you know, thing. Are the phones, as, Matthew, are the iPhone, because I know they have like three cameras in it now or something like that. Is Are they as good as a camera or no, not possibly? Yeah, look, I, I think, first of all, I, I once asked when I, when I was younger, a uh, professor, what's the best camera that I should get? And his response was the one that's with you. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, that's really true for, for most people is, you know, if you have your phone in your pocket, then that's the best camera for you at the time that you want to take that picture. Um, and, this, and these modern cameras are incredible. Um, I mean, they take amazing pictures. The iPhones now have a macro in addition to the, the three lenses. Um, so you can get close-up shots of, of plants, of, of insects. You know, I once got an amazing shot of a, a drop of water coming off of a leaf uh, using the iPhone macro. So... I think um, it, it's, it's a great device um, and it's the thing that most people have with them and it's the thing that they should feel comfortable using. Um, if you want to take it to the next level, there's plenty of ways to do that. Uh, but by, by no means do you need to have an expensive camera set up to be able to enjoy photography. And I think that's great. And I think it's brought, it's brought that medium to the general public that can't afford to have the Canons and all those different, you know, com uh, cameras out there. Uh, Krista, again, it's a family affair today. So Krista says, Photography is therapeutic for her, and it helps me remember, considering her memory is terrible. And also, she also said, it's certainly more convenient, but it does have its limitations, and I think we all agree on that. If you are tuning in live right now and you have comments about taking photographs, whether it's on your phone or whether it's using a, a, a traditional camera, let us know what you think about all of this. Um, Rob, you know, we talk about how sharing memories is good for the soul, appreciation and gratitude. What does that mean? 
Um, well, actually, if you want to throw up the pictures, I think it might be a good visual. I can do that. Let me, show, up, maybe. let me show up the picture. So here we go. All right. So, um, yeah. So how is it good? So this particular one is when she was actually on the newspaper. So she happened to be Mr. in El Centro. Rob, Rob oh, I'm sorry. My wife, Krista. Hello, you're watching. Uh, <laughs> she was uh, in El Centro covering a news story and said, I have a good shot. I'm taking it because I want one for me. And that's what she did. She got the shot. So that's one reason behind it. It's just, it's the uh, moment you're in there. Why not just take it? Uh, this one, I believe, is her Santa Barbara. Um, Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, I believe it looks like the pier up there. Um, but again, you know, it's it's the good, you know, and it, the, the timing is perfect, but it's also just like the moment you're in there, you know. Oh, there you go. She said her favorite fireworks picture ever. Um, but yeah, so this is just a really good moment. You know, she was up there at the time when the sun was setting and... You get, I love how, you know, the reflection off the water. Yeah, it's, um, it's just, it's a really cool uh, image. And it's like a, a postcard, right? It's like something yeah. you get at a at a thing and you would send this to somebody because it's a really cool uh, location, right? So here's the next one. Okay, so this was uh, from Lancaster. It's called Apollo Park. And as you can see, it's surrounded literally, it's like an island. It's surrounded by a lake. Um Again, the the reflection, the the day. Um, if anybody's been up to Lancaster, you know I know very hot, but you find places like this, and that's also cool. I'm sure Matt might agree. Uh, you find places that you didn't know maybe were there, and you happen to be there. You come across it, and you have no other thought than, oh, let me take a minute to take a, a picture because you might not visit it again. And you know, it's it, it's a it's a spur of the moment, but it's a you know, it's a, a reflect, you know, a memory. So the next photo. Oh, okay. So this is my favorite. So this is actually Laguna Beach. And you know me, I'm a big gothic horror person. This literally looks like something out of a book. This looks like something from Europe to me. Oh, from, an illustration. It looks like an illustration. It looks like an illustration. But this she found, uh, Laguna Beach, it, she told me it's called the Pirate Tower. So literally it even has a, you know, gothic name, the Pirate Tower. Um, but this is just amazing. I mean, you, you live in a city or a state and you don't even know, and then you come across something and it's probably the best thing you've ever seen because you never expected to find right. this, you know, in the middle. And then, um, okay. I think the flower one is next, right? Oh, oh. oh we're doing him. Okay. So, um, we named him Rodney. He actually lives in our backyard. Uh, Rodney likes to uh, uh, give us his presents once in a while. He actually pants like a dog. It is so hot outside that he literally stops in our backyard in the shade to get some water from the pool and relax. But I like this one the most because of the pictures that we have, I actually was here to see it. So for me, I was there. I saw it outside. And you can tell, I, I don't know. I'll have to ask her if this was her phone or her camera. I think it was her camera. Um, is this a roadrunner? Is this a roadrunner? It's a roadrunner, yeah. But what's cool is that he comes back now. So not only do we have this photo, but you go, oh my God, it's the guy from the picture that we took three months ago. Now he's back in our backyard. So this is one of my favorites because, you know, we get to see him. And then lastly, uh, on a trip to Canada, uh, she went to one of the botanical gardens and this was one of her close-ups. I know one of her favorites is uh, flora, whether it's trees, flowers, what have you. 
Um, and you know, it's just, it's your liking. You do it well, you take an awesome picture and right. you end up with what you see in front of you. They're beautiful. And Matthew, we're going to, we're going to scroll through yours. Um, I actually have put some of your photos as uh, banners on my uh, profile. This is an amazing photo. Tell us where it's at. What was your inspiration? Sure. Um, before that though, I just want to shout out to, to Krista. Uh, her photos are fantastic. And you know, a lot of people will say to me, I take terrible photos. And what I say is you just haven't really practiced the different aspects of photography. What makes Krista's photos so great, not just the subjects, but the composition. I mean, she could have taken a lot of those head on straight up forward and it would not have had the impact that it right. did. She chose to compose them in a way that made them incredibly dramatic and told a story. Yeah. Um, you know, and so in the case of this one, it was a particularly moody day. Uh, the weather over in Los Angeles was was changing moment by moment. Um, and I was uh, on Griffith Park um, overlooking downtown Los Angeles. Um, and I was really taken aback by the, the contrast of the, of the yellow flowers um, and the grayness of, of the day. Um, and so it, it really served as a nice contrast between where I was at the moment and, and what I was looking at. Um, and it definitely struck me as, a, as something that was photo worthy at the time. Beautiful. And this next one. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the uh, the flower fields in Carlsbad. Um, every year uh, they grow out these these flowers in different colors and different rows, um, and a lot of people go and um, and and take them. Um, you know, and so part of me always says, "Do I does the world need another flower photo?" You know, and if I'm going to take that, you know, can I do something different with it that uh, maybe hasn't been done? Um, and so when I saw this old tractor and in the background the uh, windmill. Uh, I thought that was a great way to kind of do something a little differently than just a close-up of a, a yet another beautiful flower. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And the next photo that I'm going to bring up is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's sticking his tongue yeah, out of us. It's his glad moment. So um, that's a red panda uh, from the, the San Diego Zoo. I took that fairly recently. Um, and one of the things that photography also teaches you is patience. Um, you know, especially when you're photographing animals um, and kids and people, you know, waiting for that right moment. Everybody, you know, was quite, the, the crowd was coming by, looking at the panda and moving on. I just waited. I waited and I waited and eventually he turned his head and he began to stick his tongue out. Um, and I got a variety of shots of him with his mouth open, with his mouth closed. But had I just moved on with the crowd, I would have missed that opportunity. And I think, you know, photography causes, forces you to slow down, take deep breaths and really appreciate what you're looking at uh, and waiting for that exact moment to get that, that shot that you're, that you're looking for. So true. So, so, so true. This person uh, is one of my favorite. I actually have that, I think right now sitting on my banner. I love this one. So that's uh, Yosemite, one of my favorite places. Uh, we could do a whole episode on how hiking in nature is uh, therapeutic, but um, that's Mirror Lake. Um, and I was hiking um, out there and I just saw the reflection of the, the mountain on the water and it felt like a perfect opportunity to, to capture that kind of moment in time um, and, uh, and save that for uh, like we said for nostalgia beautiful beautiful and this one well I, I especially like this one and, and you know why Matthew tell us where this was taken yeah, so that's uh, Napa uh, that's off the back of the wine train uh, I was with uh, the family at the time uh, and I decided to kind of leave our table and, and stand in the back uh, and take pictures as we were going down the tracks. Um, we came into this opening 
this this area with with trees on each side and the track kind of old and it was covered with these leaves um, and it definitely felt like the, a great moment to to get a picture you know look truly you're you're very gifted Krista is very gifted the two of you um, to have two gifted photographers in the family and then there's me who, you know, I'm lucky if I can, you know, get somebody in the center of the photo. Uh, I'm going to put this up here. Chris says patience is a great tip. And it is. You wait for the shot, right? Are we all agreeing on that one? You wait for the shot. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about giving ideas to others who might be wanting to go out and try their hand at photography. Where are some places, Rob, or some ideas as to where someone might want to go and take some photos? Um, well, piggybacking off my morning video about uh, hiking for beginners, um, if you are, like uh, Matt was saying, if you're lucky enough to be somewhere with, you know, mountain range or maybe a rock formation. I know when I was in Chatsworth, whether it was man-made or not, but there was all of these stones that were perfectly put around the area. It probably was done by somebody, but either way, um, you come across these cool little statuesque looking things. And that, I think, is the coolest thing to do if you're out and about. Now, my secondarily favorite one at home is the pets. Because like like he was saying, you know, you always get them in the funny moment, whether they're on their back, whether they're curled up. Our little dog is always snuggled in a blanket. And you can't not, you know, want to just zoom in and get that that face, the boop, as we call it. Um, so, you know, depending on what you're into, I think you can easily get a good one from home as you would out and about on a trail or like he said, at the theme park, at the zoo, wherever you are, you'll probably find one spot or one shot that is going to bring you back the best nostalgia. So Matthew, where, where do you, I mean, obviously you like, you go hiking, um, you take photographs there, you take them in the moment. Any other ideas that we can share with our audience as to where they might consider taking some photos? Yeah, I think there, there are moments everywhere. And I think what, what's great about photography is if you look at the world a little differently and you, you take as you're walking, as you're living your life, you pay attention to what's around you. You're going to find amazing things to take photos of. Even the most simple objects can be beautiful in the right circumstance. You know, a leaf blowing across a, a green grass, uh, an old church, um, a couple, you know, in, 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 in a doorway. Um, I think there are, there are great places to take photos no matter where you are. But I don't think people take the time to really appreciate the world around them. They're so busy. They're on their devices. They're on their phones. They're not paying attention. And they're missing a lot of great opportunities right. to capture some of these, these cool images. And we talk about that all the time, Rob and I, in our shows, about being appreciative and grateful for the moment that we're in and having gratitude. And I, I thank you for bringing that up because that is so, so, so very, very important I have a question to ask both of you, and this is kind of came to mind. The other big thing with taking pictures, especially with your phone, or doing those selfies. And I think that kind of came to be uh, more because of social media. Would everyone agree with that? That we, you know, we want to show ourselves, and we take that picture. Uh, we we now can do that. We can take a photo, you know, take our phone, turn it around, and take a photo of ourselves. We couldn't do that with our cameras. We'd have to set it on a tripod, put it on a timer, and then go run really, really fast to everybody who's standing there, and then go. Right. Um, do you think that the iPhone or the Android or any kind of phone where we can take these selfies, has that changed our our world in a good way or a bad way? Any thoughts on that? <laughs> Look, I think I think like most things, it's nuanced. It's some it's both. Um, mm -hmm. I think 
selfies are great to capture times with friends and family. If you're mm-hmm. lucky enough to meet your favorite celebrity and they're, and they're gracious yeah. enough to let you do that, you know, those are great moments. Um, I think selfies can also be incredibly inappropriate. Uh, in certain times, I see people posting selfies that, I, that make me cringe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's doing a selfie and while people are suffering behind you. Uh, right. you know, within my industry, um, I see that way too often. You know, fortunately, not a lot within my, my company, but I see a lot of you know, reporters at a scene of a, of a terrible story taking a selfie. Um, right. And it's probably not the best time to take a selfie if yeah. somebody has died or someone lost their home or someone's in, in, in distress. Uh, that's not a great time to make it about you. Um, but in the right circumstances, selfies are great. Um, and they're a great way to remember things. They're just time and place, I think. Rob, what do you think about selfies? I can take them or leave them, honestly. <laughs> you lead them to Krista to take the selfies with you, right? Yes, yeah. which I don't know if that's called a selfie, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if it's called a selfie either. Um, if you're listening live or even on replay, either one, let us know in the comments what kind of photos you like to take, where you like to take them. We'd love to hear from you, and we will share some of those on later shows. Um, I'd like to let everyone know how they can stay in touch with Matthew. Now, Matthew, I know on your website right now at matthewglasser.com, you have those photos that you shared with us and a huge, huge selection, basic a gallery of all of your photos, right? I encourage people, I encourage you to go check them out because we only just got the tip of the iceberg with what you shared with us today. And Rob, um, we want to make sure that people visit Rob at his website at alteruniverse.live. It has also very cool things over there. And you can see me at karenglasser.live. Also, I know that both Matthew and Rob are on LinkedIn. Rob is at Rob Glasser and Matthew's at Matthew Glasser. Uh, See you there. And again, we're going to share some resources if you uh, are feeling some mental challenges right now and distress and you need some help, please reach out. NIMH.NIH.gov, the government entity, and also NAMI, NAMI NAMI.org. A lot of good resources there. And of course, we are talking about the new three code phone number 988, if you call that. It is a central national number, and it will send you to whatever state you are in to the help that you need. Um, Also, as Rob pointed out a couple of weeks ago, it is also a great resource for veterans. Any last-minute thoughts? Uh, We'll start with Matthew first about photography and how it just helps our our well-being. Yeah, I think, look, don't don't be overly critical. I think a lot of people are discouraged because they're not taking those award-winning shots. And like anything, photography takes practice. It takes mindset. It takes seeing the world a little differently. Mm-hmm. So go out and do it. The great thing about cameras, digital cameras, cell phones, is you're not paying for film. You're not paying to develop. Some people are going out there, what's film? But um, it gives you unlimited opportunities to be creative and try new things. And I encourage people to just take that advantage of that. Uh, go out and play take 50 shots, take 100 shots and go back and look at them and and see which ones resonated with you and which ones uh, you want to save. Great, great, great thoughts. Rob, any last minute thoughts about photography and well-being and appreciation? Um, You know, just enjoy your moments in time. If you are lucky enough to have your camera or phone, go for it. But if you're lucky enough to just have the moment to see, then take advantage of that too. Kodak memory in our mind, right? Call them Kodak. Is Kodak around? I don't think Kodak is still around. It's a memory. It's a photographic memory in our mind. We want to thank our audience for being here. Whether it's live or replay, you are making a choice as to where you spend your time. You chose to spend it with 
Matthew, Robin, I today, we are grateful for that. Go out, give somebody an awesome day, and we'll see you next time on the next Minding Your Mental Health. Goodbye, everyone.